Hey everyone, Charlie Morgan here. Welcome to this quick video. Uh, this is overcoming the fear of rejection. Okay, in the cold calling module here. Um, I don't want to keep this video too long. We're not going to be too theoretical with this. It's more of just a sort of pep talk, right? Because what's going to happen inevitably as you make cold calls is you're going to feel this sense of fear basically, or this sense of apprehension before you pick up the phone and start dialing, you'll notice that your brain tells you not to do it. Um, and most of the time, 80-90% of the time, it will become um, quite apparent to you that you have this fear because you're afraid of rejection. And it's a totally natural thing to fear, and I totally empathise with anyone that fears it. Um, but... We don't want it to stand in the way of us getting the results we want in our business. And so this video is more of a tool for you to come back and listen to, to get your ass kicked slightly when you're, when you're afraid. So if you're making cold calls and then you find yourself, stop, you know, you're not making them anymore. And then a week goes by, two weeks goes by and you're like, oh, why can't I pick up the phone and call? It's almost always because of this fear. Um, and even though you might think you've conquered it before, you're still... It'll, it'll keep coming, it'll keep rearing its ugly head. So this video is a tool for you to come back and listen to anytime you need to, so that you can basically get, um, well, some strategies on how to overcome this fear, but more importantly, a pep talk, okay? Um, when you get into the habit of just facing your fears, they will dissipate. Um, and I, I promise you that most of the fear is actually like dialing as soon as the person picks up the phone you're probably not going to be too afraid anymore um and so if you want to get rid of that apprehension if you want to get rid of that fear that that feeling in your gut the sort of sense of fight or flight you experience before making a cold call come back and listen to this video it's what it's here for so real quick video not too long here's what we're going to cover um first of all we're going to talk about what is rejection right what is it and why do we fear it we need to define it um you know it's not like being afraid of spiders or heights or you know something else you know the, the, the phobia of rejection or a fear of rejection is it's not tangible right so we have to define it and then we're going to talk about why you don't need to fear rejection on cold calls and then i'm going to give you this thing called introducing the alias which um is a pretty interesting strategy that i used when i started out cold calling so first of all, what is rejection and why do we fear it? Well, rejection is basically, it's the act of turning someone down, pushing them away or excluding them. Okay, it's just saying no to someone, basically. That's all it is, is saying no. And so what I want you to do for a second here is pause the video for five minutes and I want you to think critically about why you're afraid of making cold calls. Okay, so pause the video now and just remove all distractions. If you've got your phone on your desk or notifications, turn it off. If you've got your email open, turn it off. Get a piece of paper and a pen, pause the video, be a person of action and just ask yourself, why are you afraid of rejection? Why do I fear this thing? Why do I have this apprehension? And once you've done that, I then challenge you to pick up your phone and dial a random business. Okay, it doesn't have to be anyone in your niche. It could just be anyone. Just go on Google and search chiropractor in London and just call them. It doesn't matter if they answer or not. It doesn't matter if you get through to them or not. It doesn't matter if you book an appointment. It doesn't matter if you get through to them and panic and hang up. I just want you to get into the habit right here of thinking critically about the fear, breaking it down, and then facing it. And this micro action here is the main thing that's going to help you, right? If you're afraid of something, write out why you're afraid of it. 
and you'll probably find pretty quickly that there's no real rational reason behind it. And that usually in and of itself makes it easy to overcome. Um, but yeah, do that. Pick up the phone, dial a random business. And the, the point of this is not to book a meeting or try and get through. It doesn't matter if we leave a voicemail or have to text them. The point is just noticing that we have this fear inside of us, in our stomachs, and just proceeding to do what needs to be done in spite of that feeling. And so do it now and notice what you're afraid of. And, you know, when you think about, you know, why, what am I afraid of with cold calling? Like before you pick up the phone, you'll be afraid of something. The answer will be rejection. And so you've just thought critically, why are you afraid of rejection? Well, defining why uh, intangible fear like this exists is very difficult because our brain has a subconscious incentive to hide the cause as it believes we're safer living the fear and not overcoming it. Okay, this is really important to understand because psychological fears like this of intangible social interactions that could result in us being excluded, um, we don't really know why we fear them. We fear them, but we can't get to the bottom of exactly why. And understanding why is really all you have to do. And I'm going to tell you exactly why in a setting, in a second. But before we, we can figure out why, we need to understand that our brain does not want us to know why. Our subconscious mind does not want us to figure this thing out because it knows that as soon as we figure it out, we're going to try and overcome it, right? So you've probably taken five minutes to think about why you're afraid of rejection and you've you've probably gone round in circles and you can't quite put your finger on it. And the reason you can't do that is because your brain doesn't want you to find out because it knows that if you find out, you're going to take action to try and overcome the fear. And your brain believes that it's safer to have the fear and to live with the fear and not take action with the fear than to face it. So it's on a subconscious deep level, we are incentivized to actually not get to the bottom of these things. And so we need to root them out. And here's why. Here's why you fear rejection. As human beings or any sort of like species, um, but as humans, we are naturally hardwired to fear rejection as on a deep level, it implies a lack of social success, Right. When you're rejected by someone, whether it's in a business context, a friend or whatever it might be, our brain sees that as, you know, we are we are not moving our way up the social hierarchy. Social um, social economies or social situations, whatever, any sort of social situation you're in or social ladder, whatever you want to call it, group, whatever, we have these hierarchies and they're unconscious. We're not really aware of them, but we know where we sit in the hierarchy. It's like a pecking order. And when you're rejected, it implies that you're not high enough up in the hierarchy to get your way or to have influence or to have an impact or to make progress. And so rejection, it feels to us like we're moving our way down the social ladder. And there's nothing that scares us more as human beings than that, other than death. Because when we are rejected, we feel like we're moving down the social hierarchy, which obviously, you know, we know at the bottom, less resources, less chance of survival. And so this hardwiring exists because of this reason. So we're afraid of rejection because it indicates a lack of social success and we're moving down the social hierarchy. Okay, and I've got here a lack of social success equals, in our minds, we perceive this, we're going to be lower down in the social hierarchy. And the lower down in the social hierarchy we are, the less access we have to viable mates or other things like resources. And the less access we have to viable mates, the less likelihood we have of producing offspring. And the less likelihood we have of producing offspring, well, obviously, that decreases our chances of genetic survival. So that gets real deep real quick. 
And you might be thinking, Charlie, I'm just here to learn how to overcome rejection of cold calling. Why the hell are you talking about genetic survival? Well, you need to realize this stuff, right? Because you've got to realize your brain is programmed to deal with African plains and animals and um, intimate small social groups and tribes from, you know, many, 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 many years ago. The human brain is engineered like not to live in the 21st century and in the world that we currently live in. And so a lot of the fears that we have nowadays are totally irrational and we know they're irrational, but they're around because they helped our ancestors survive for a lot longer. And so this fear of rejection is a manifestation of a evolutionary uh, advantage that we would have had. Because by fearing rejection, we're less likely to you know, make a mistake in our lives or in a social situation. But now it handicaps us and it stops us from growing our business because our brains, they have this sort of, you know, we call it an evolutionary hangover, uh, not in the physical sense, of course, but in the sense that you now have parts of your mind that were beneficial to survival, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago um, when we were, you know, coming out of um, chimps and monkeys and stuff into um, the African plains and Neanderthals and all that stuff. And now we've got this this brain, this neural pattern that doesn't serve us. And we don't know why it doesn't serve us. We're like, oh, I can't figure out why I'm afraid of rejection. Maybe I'm just not supposed to make cold calls. Maybe the cold calls aren't, they're just not for me. And we have these stupid beliefs and these stupid ideas and sense of selves that we base around these unconscious fears. So you may think you're scared of cold calling because you don't want to be rejected, but it's actually a fear that operates on an extremely subconscious and biological level. And of course, when making cold calls, we know rationally that a prospect saying no to us does not mean we are less likely to reproduce, right? We, we can, I think we can all agree, we know that if we call a business up and they're like not interested in what you have to sell, you're not less likely to have offspring, right? Or to pass on your genes. It's just it, it, those, those two things don't correlate. But on a base level, the emotional monkey brain that we have cannot differentiate a cold call to a prospect from that time you asked your crush on a date. And it cannot differentiate on a super subconscious level. It can't differentiate a cold call from a, um, an interaction with a potential mate from you know, 50,000 years ago or 100,000 years ago. You know, we, we, we're not, it, the, the brain isn't as clever as we think it is. It's just sort of operates around these rules. And so it can't, you know, the, the same feeling you have before making a cold call is probably very similar to the same feeling you have before you go up to that person and ask for their number <laughs> or anything like that. You're afraid of rejection. The same reason why you might not apply for a certain job. You're afraid of rejection and you don't want to find out whether or not you're going to be successful because then that implies that you're incompetent or that you've moved your way down the social ladder. And so our brain strategy for this is to basically not take action to avoid the pain of actually knowing that we may or may not be better than we think we are. It's basically a way of protecting ourselves from vulnerability, social vulnerability. Um, and we have to we have to understand this. I know this is obviously probably deeper than you bargained for, but you've got to realise it. And the same fear presents itself and manifests itself by us not taking action, uh, obviously believing we are safer and better off hiding in the shadow. So you will, your, your brain will rationalize it, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm better off not making cold calls because and then it will come up with some bullshit reason. So you may think the fear of rejection comes from something random, 
You may think that it's just, oh, this is just the way I am, right? I've my this is this is who I am. I'm not made to make cold calls. I'm not a salesperson. But these these beliefs uh, that you and these stories that you start to start to tell yourself and this identity you start to form is nothing but a manifestation of pain avoidance and a fear of social vulnerability, and that's almost always what it is. So. I want to sort of now explain why you don't need to fear rejection on cold calls. Now, it should become quite apparent to you now. Rationally, we can realize like we don't need to fear rejection because we're just making calls to businesses. We're not, you know, trying to reproduce or anything like that. So the answer is simple. You know, why don't you need to, well, why should you not fear rejection on cold calls? The answer is simple. When cold calling, you're not going to talk about you. You're going to talk about your offer. So the prospect cannot reject you. They can only reject your proposal. When I learned this, it was like a like a little spark went off in my brain. As soon as I realized that if I call up a business, you know, and I'm just discussing my, a business proposal and they say no, they haven't rejected me because I haven't talked about me. They've rejected the business proposal that I presented to them. And those are two very different things. And on a fundamental level, our fear of rejection stems from people not associating or um, rejecting our core beliefs or our values or our sense of self. And on a cold call, none of these things are going to be brought into question or even mentioned. And remember, to the prospect, you know, you are nothing but a voice on the phone with a first name. A lot of the time, we're not even going to give people our first and surnames until we book the call with them. And so the prospect has no idea who you are or what you stand for or what you value. They don't have any idea what your belief system is. They don't know what your face looks like. They don't know what, how tall you are. They don't know anything about you at all, other than maybe your accent and then your name and maybe the company. But those, th- those things aren't you. You're not your voice. You might think you are, but you're not. You're not your name and you're not your company. And the issue that we run into here is people associate themselves with those three things. The biggest mistake entrepreneurs make in the early day is they believe they are their business. And so the reason they fear rejection in cold calls is because they associate themselves with their proposal to the extent where they think that if they pr- propose it and then the person's like, no, that's almost a personal attack on them as opposed to a personal attack on the business, if that makes sense. And so figuring out how to sort of differentiate those two things is quite a valuable skill. Same with your voice, same with your name. You're not your name. You're not your voice. You are, your identity is a collection of your sense of self and your beliefs and the things that you value and the things you hold near and dear to your heart. And those aren't things that we're going to be talking about on the call. So why are we concerned about this stuff? The issue comes when you are your agency. Like I said, if you cannot separate the name of your agency and your business from yourself, any attack or rejection on the business or proposal you present will feel like an attack on you. So the secret to overcoming rejection on cold calls is simply to take a step back from your business and see it as a separate thing to you. And this is why seeing your business as a separate entity to yourself is extremely helpful. And it's also why my sales ability started to fly. So it wasn't until I became a limited company here in the UK um, where I went from being self-employed and my name was the business, so I was a sole trader. And then I created a limited company. And my accountant said, okay, this business is not you. It's a separate entity to you. And it's liable for its own debt. And you are not the business anymore. 
You're employed by the business. You've given birth to, well, you haven't given birth because then it would be yours, but you've created, you, you've, you've basically, it, the business is not you. I can't really articulate that in any other way. But as soon as that happened, I started to notice that when I was cold calling and I was presenting the company and its proposal, I was no longer afraid of rejection because I was no longer the business. Before I was calling up and it was all personal because it was my, you know, it's still my business, but it's not like me, if that makes sense. So two very different things there. And it's a very valuable thing to do is to learn how to disassociate yourself. Um, Otherwise, it's just impossible. And so one final thing I want to introduce you to here is the alias. Um, This is another strategy. Um, Take this with a pinch of salt because I found it quite useful for the first couple of weeks of making cold calls. Um, You can or cannot use this entirely up to you, but it's just a pretty cool one I thought I put in. Um, You can use an alias name. So this won't work if you're cold calling for yourself or booking your own meetings. But if someone's calling for you uh, and they're afraid of rejection, it, it helps them to wear a proverbial mask when calling and to use a fake first name. So the way I would sort of see it, when I was calling initially, when I got started as an apprentice appointment setter, um, before I actually started doing proper sales calls, I was petrified of rejection. So I actually used, um, I used to call, um, I used to call under the name Felix, right? And this helped me disassociate from the rejection. Because when I was calling, I wasn't Charlie Morgan, I was this random guy called Felix, um, and so I was making calls. So when someone rejected me or the business or whatever it was, it didn't feel like they were rejecting me, but they were rejecting Felix. It's this really strange, subtle psychological thing. Um, it doesn't really make a huge difference after you've got used to it, but this is just more sort of like to break your heels in when it comes to cold calling. Um, and over time, like enough of this and you'll just start to, you know, become that person that can just disassociate, but it's quite a useful thing to do. Um, and finally, I'll leave you with this in closing. Alternatively, another way to get over the fear is to just pick up the damn phone and dial. Make so many calls that you become totally numb to the fear. And, you know, know that for as long as you are consistent, the fear will die. Okay? Seriously, like, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call. And every time you notice that fear come up from your stomach or that jitteriness in your hands or your feet where you want to run away or you're scared, just have the discipline to recognize that those feelings are a manifestation of your fear of social rejection because of this whole subconscious tendency that we're wired towards. It's totally irrational. It's having a negative impact on your business. Pick up the phone and call the fucking number. All you have to do, right, is just call the fucking number. And If you do that enough, the fear will die. And you've got to ask yourself this question. You know, what are you more afraid of? What are you more afraid of? A fabricated and irrational sense of rejection from people you will never meet, know, or come into into contact with, within 100 miles of them. Um, Are you afraid of that? Or are you more afraid of having a failed agency with no clients? It's really all it comes down to. What are you more afraid of? Someone who you um, someone who you don't know, who doesn't know you, who you're never going to meet, telling you no after a 10 second conversation randomly, you're more afraid of that or are you more afraid of your agency failing miserably and having to go back to your nine to five job or not making enough money to take care of your family? It's night and day. Okay, so that's everything for this video. 
Now, I want you to, before you move on to the next video, I want you to make some calls, right? Even if you don't feel ready to, you're never gonna feel ready to. Pick up the phone, get a list, you know, just go on Yelp or something. Doesn't matter if the businesses are in your niche or not. Doesn't matter if you think you've got your script ready or not. I don't care if you think you are prepared or if you're ready to make cold calls because for as long as you keep telling yourself that, you'll never feel ready. The only way to feel ready is to actually just make the call, right? And over time, enough of the practice and you'll feel like you can do it whenever. So when you finish this video, which I'm gonna wrap up now, grab a list, call 10 businesses and just face the fear. Notice how terrified that proposal has made you. Now you're probably thinking, oh my God, I've got to do it. You're probably tense. Your breathing might have increased. Your heart might have increased a little bit. Your neck might feel a bit tense. You might feel a bit sick. You think, oh God, I've got to make cold calls. And now your mouse is going towards Google Chrome and typing in the list and you're all tense. And you're like, you've got to realize you've got to become mindful of these reactions and notice that the, the stronger these reactions are, the stronger the fear is, the more you need to make those calls. Okay, so that's everything for this video. I know this has been a bit of a different style um, to what you may be used to. It's a, it's a lot more sort of matter of fact, if that makes sense, but I promise it is within your best interests and um, I want you to win and this is the best way to win. So that's everything for this training video and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for watching.